and welcome to the Mystic and the Skeptic Show. My name is Anika, and I am the Mystic, and this is my brother. Ashwin, and I am the Skeptic. <laughs> Anyways, so today we're going to be talking about tarot, which is clearly a topic that I always want to talk about since <laughs> last episode was not on topic apologize an update um an updated more informative episode will be coming out on astrology in the future but today we'll be talking about tarot which i practice and read for others as well yes for those of you who don't know what tarot is is a divination method and divination methods are like looking to signs and and other kind of like mystical things i, I don't mm-hmm. really know how to explain it it's oh, really it's ineffable ineffable yeah it's mm-hmm. like i just kind of divination like looking to something other than you like forces as opposed to like figures of god or something like so um, isn't isn't like science divination because there's forces yo <laughs> no my science teacher told me to never take sides again in high school so you know i cannot confirm that that's okay <laughs> okay so tarot so how does tarot work like what how? so the way that i use them and i can only speak from my experience is i shuffle the cards and they kind of just fly out um and so what i do when i first get a deck of cards I just kind of set my intention with them. I carry my cards around in like this white cloth and you don't have to do any of this, but Mm -hmm. this kind of stuff just makes me feel acquainted with my deck and and sure that only good things are coming out of it, like well-intentioned things that will be helpful for myself and others, for the greater good of everyone. But how how do the cards fly out? I have no idea. I have no idea. I can't tell you how they fly out. I'm not doing any magic trick or anything. It's just like genuinely they contain energy and they They, work with you and tell you what you need to know. Whoa. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. So like, is that how it works for everyone? Like, does it, it flies out and then those are the cards? Yeah. Whoa. So I just kind of like, if I'm working for myself... Uh, it's actually really hard to read tarot for yourself because you have to get past your own subconscious. Like, you don't want to accept something sometimes or, like, you just don't want to... Oh, I see. You're like, oh, maybe this wasn't for me and just don't apply. Like, you just mm-hmm. kind of dismiss it. So, um... So, basically, the cards fly out and mm-hmm. then you make sense of them? Yeah, and it's kind the of like... The order a, it matters or something? Yeah, so there's two... There's two things you need to know about tarot before you work with them. That there's a major arcana and a minor arcana those are the two things (laughs) and the major arcana is basically um a story from the fool which is the zero zero number zero card okay uh to the world which is the 21st card so it's this fool's journey to enlightenment and the fool's not actually a fool we only call him the fool because he doesn't know where he's going he's stepping into the unknown yeah and (laughs) it's a fool you know like kind of like a beginner's mind yeah and it starts with zero because it the fool can either be seen as the first card or the last card so it just goes around and around because life like in a lot of times a flat circle yeah everything is a kind of a pattern and cycles come back to where you started 
yeah. but with a new understanding. Exactly. So, boom, 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 boom. <laughs> so that that's the major arcana, and okay. then the minor arcana is kind of like a deck of cards, and they have different suits, like a normal deck of cards. Yeah, but more fancy looking. Mm -hmm. And oh. each of those suits have okay. a different elemental affinity: so fire, water, air, earth, mm -hmm. and also a sphere that they like of your so some of them is your intellect or your emotions or yeah. your physical body or your material means <laughs> oh okay so in that way it's really holistic mm. and addresses all these things so you have like a legend or something something that tells you what each card means or yeah what? you get a little booklet with each yeah. tarot deck you get but everything that matters comes from your intuition so you interpret it yourself yeah the best way that all these like books that i have on tarot says to get acquainted with the cards is to trust your own intuition like don't even look at what they suggest oh, okay. um but i didn't do that <laughs> it's the opposite i looked at what they suggested and mm -hmm. then i incorporate like whatever story that's kind of weird that they put it in there and then they're like don't look at it <laughs> <laughs> no not in the book itself oh, but i mean okay. like in in my like other <laughs> in other books yeah, they're like okay trust this book go trust the book that you get with the tarot only trust the book <laughs> you're reading right now no no it's just like a more comprehensive because the book is just like a pamphlet it just gives you kind of keywords yeah but um, other ones go in depth of like symbolism and and stuff. So mm -hmm. it's important what your intuition says because because it's kind of like a extension of your own consciousness being manifested mm -hmm. in these cards flying out. I guess n I don't know because or interacting I was interacting with your energy, kind of. Because like I was gonna say how I work with other people because that's like kind of okay. Like, yeah. How um, does that work? So, so you, you said either you do tarot readings for other people. Yeah. So I've only, I've done them in, in person, but I don't really remember because quarantine. <laughs> so mm -hmm. uh, how it works when I do uh, online sessions with people. I realized through learning that I can only do one a day because it takes a lot of energy. Yeah. And so I set an intention for this person. I kind of think about all my associations that I have with them. Like, But you do you know the person? It depends. Like just people contact me from Instagram. Well, what if you don't know I don't the know person? them How too do well. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just seeing any if any biases, if I have anything that will like influence so i addressed that earlier in the day like what ideas i have about this person or what memories uh, you know mm -hmm. so that it can be kind of like impartial in that way i addressed like how i feel about this person before oh i see so you get that out of the mm -hmm. way oh, and then nice. uh i always so let then it, it must be harder for people that you do know then. so i like tarot because i've always wanted to help people with their issues but i didn't want to hear what their issues were <laughs> 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 because I actually can't handle it like the details of the issue mm -hmm. so by using tarot you don't have to confront these feelings rather you're telling a story and it kind of just tells you what you need to know like if you ask a question it will either answer your question or tell you what you need to know like I, that's why I don't even ask people if they have any questions mm -hmm. um, because it's just like this kind of it's subconscious like yeah and so when I, I, I think about this person when I'm shuffling the cards and I genuinely don't know the science behind it because it's not a science. Like it just flips out and then it resonates with people. Mm -hmm. And sometimes like I'll notice that if I'm not like focused, then some cards come out that are applying to me. Whoa. So then I have to put them back in. I'm like, wait. Oh. And then if they come out again, then I know, okay, wait, they oh, were for these people. So it's really about... So you Got have to really be uh, like tapped into what, yeah, what you're feeling about it. Mm -hmm. 
Right. That's interesting. Right. Because if you're dealing with somebody's emotions, right, and personal issues, you don't want to come, like, even with therapy and stuff, like, you still, you need to have that awareness of how you're feeling so that you can Mm -hmm. deal with somebody else's feelings sometimes things come up in tarot but most times people just say like yeah that resonates and we don't even go into it Mm. like they're just like oh that makes sense because it's more wisdom Mm -hmm. than than it is like advice or Mm. it's like guidance it's like a guide yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and it's not fortune telling a lot of people think it's fortune telling oh yeah i did used to think this it's not i thought so too so how did that come about so is it from movies or something well the yeah. old lady on the street doing your cards and <laughs> you're gonna get married <laughs> yeah like people just want to know how their lives are gonna be and how it's gonna end up so definitely there are elements that like psychics and stuff can practice that are predictive in nature so okay. i guess it gets mixed in there but there are also spreads so when you're doing tarot you can use certain layouts so each card represents something right we already know that but each like the position of the card can also represent something yeah and usually the vague thing is past present future oh okay. but my understanding well, is your understanding mm-hmm. yeah my understanding of <laughs> past present future they're all influencing each other and it's immediate past present and immediate future so it's not like somewhere down the line oh. you know it's like these are they're all co yeah creating and influencing each other okay so what if somebody gets like the death card the death the immediate card future is actually not a bad card and i, I get a lot of questions on that <laughs> like people get freaked out all right we're gonna address your all y'all question <laughs> right y'all's here questions are here mm-hmm. our two listeners <laughs> three <laughs> listeners <Yeah. laughs> oh really? our mom dad and your girlfriend oh nice <laughs> i thought you st- check the statistics on that like you could check the statistics on that online True. <laughs> i, was like, oh, yeah, I can give you guys actually <laughs> yeah well that's what the skeptics here for <laughs> i'm just kidding i'm giving you real information it's yeah. real to me in my experience just like tarot yeah exactly that's what i'm saying that's what i'm saying that's what there's i'm talking no, there's about there's no stats on tarot though yeah there's only experience which is yeah. like i can argue that that's a pretty good statistic good. right an experiential it's convenient proof <laughs> you want to tell us about your tarot experience actually? <laughs> let's let you finish but i do want to say that yeah. okay yeah. awesome um where was i so you were saying the death card yes right the death card so Death is actually the end of a cycle, like we were talking about. Like, so it's the like world? Re- no. Is that like, a different deck? No. Remember you said the world is the end of the cycle. Yeah. The joke. No, the... but I mean, death is the end of something, right? Oh, okay. And but at the end of something, there's always rebirth. So it's kind of like something's gonna finish. Yeah. Or like you've not necessarily your physical life. Yes, not necessarily <laughs> your physical life. No, honestly, a lot of the times it's not. I mean, it's archetypical. The, all of these mm-hmm. th- images are archetypes and yeah. even Carl Jung worked with tarot and the unconscious and dreams and all these things um, gets swept under the rug because of our freaky Freud <laughs> freaky Freud <laughs> but um, yeah it's really interesting he worked with tarot and, and saw a really large 
importance of archetypes in our collective unconscious. Yeah, I think that is important. The stories, of, mm -hmm. stories are really powerful for humans to understand things. So definitely, yeah, that that clicked to me as a storyteller, filmmaker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's cool. Yeah. So we relate to these different stories, like death is a story. That symbolizes, in this case, you're saying the end of something. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's great. Mm -hmm. So that'll be interesting to understand more about the different cards. But yeah, to tell my story with Anika doing some tarot for me and my friend. Yeah, what deck was that? The... It, it, so actually, I there's got, a bunch I, of different yeah, decks. Yeah. So there's tarot and then there's oracle cards. And oracle cards. <laughs> oracle, you are the Charizard. <laughs> Not that good. Oh. <laughs> so tarot is like across the board is kind of like it has the same structure. You have the twenty one cards and then and then the four suits. Um, and but there's different types of tarot decks. I mean, like different artists oh, can just make them. And then <laughs> okay, there's, I mean, there are two different types of tarot decks too, um, that are like commonly used. There's a tot tot deck. Toth. That's so hard for me to say. Is that Egyptian? Yeah, that's a oh. god. That's an Egyptian god. But Toth, I don't know too much about the Toth deck because I don't use it. And then there's the Rider Weight, Smith Weight, I'm going to oh, say, okay. because I, I'm just going to go into this little tangent for a second. There's this really popular tarot deck rider weight tarot that's what it's called like widely but it the rider part of it is actually just the publisher and this lady this black woman pamela coleman smith who went to school with weight ae weight um like in this like esoteric like magic school um he commissioned her to illustrate these cards and um just like a flat rate so he didn't like, and it was a lot of work and, and nobody even knows her name. Like, we're not even crediting her. Wow, so she didn't get all the royalties from that? No. Is that, are these people still alive? No. This is really old? Not really old, but like... Like 60s, 70s? Maybe like early 1900s, late 1800s. Well, huh. basically you're saying this is a very popular deck that a lot of people buy and then she's just didn't, she made like pennies from it. Yeah, and she her name's not even and on it. And she didn't get the credit for it. Yeah, yeah, so that's messed up. But yeah, so that's Oracle nice. cards are different because they have like a theme mm -hmm. usually and then like they just have a booklet and it, it has a message. Oh, so you it. just draw like a single card? You just, yeah, you, don't you can do, draw like, a spreads single. Or... I mean, you could still do spreads, but it's just like they have their own set meanings based on the theme of um the oracle deck that i used with you guys was called secret language of light which mm -hmm. is one of my favorites and it's just it's it's transmissions from your soul that's what it says so mm -hmm. that's just like the theme of it oh, okay and then the cards are independent yeah know? okay anyways with that deck basically the story here is anika drew a card for each one of us me my friend and herself and I think the card I got was number 14. I don't remember what it was exactly. But essentially, keep, let's keep in mind number 14. <laughs> and then let's say my friend got number 6. And let's say Anika got number 18, for example, right? 
Mm-hmm. I don't remember. I know I got 14, but I don't remember <laughs> the other two. <laughs> Anyways, so um, each of these numbers represent was correlated to something in the booklet, which was a personalized message for you, <laughs> right? And it was it was like pretty accurate, like helpful, uh, definitely. And then yeah, I was like, oh, it was nice because she put a lot of her energy and good intention to it, and then drew these cards specifically for us. Not drew, but they came out they literally they hopped out. up they fly out and we were doing this outside so they were flying out literally we had to run after them and then yeah so she did all three of them 14 6 and 18 whatever. <laughs> <laughs> see numbers are important to the skeptic okay um anyway so she did them and then she put everything back in the deck and then she was shuffling the deck again. No, so I was just like kind of, I was trying to like show you guys different cards, like, oh, yeah, like how yeah, beautiful yeah. the illustrations the were. The artwork and everything. Yeah, and, and then, then the first card I brought up was yours. Mine. And Hers. then the second one was his. It was the friend's number six. And then my. And then, and we then she was, a good, yeah, we were like freaked out. We we're like, whoa, how'd that happen? But then the deck's kind of small. So I was like, okay, maybe uh, two can coincidentally come out. So the skeptic. So then the skeptic, I. <laughs> like, can you just check if. Yeah. Can, can you see if my card will comes, if you can get my card again? And then she takes the top card and it was my card. <laughs> so yeah. So it looks like, looks like uh, tarot is a real thing. <laughs> intention put in cards is a real thing well intention put in anything that's what i'm trying to argue here Mm. if you want to see something outside you'll see it like every day i see a seagull you know (laughs) you know that i'm like oh hey seag but But, but seagulls love outside i know but like (laughs) they fly over me they interact with me and seagulls don't even like humans like they don't like being near them they just like to like get our food and take our chips (laughs) but i don't know like if you want to see something you will like because you're setting out to see it you're putting that energy exactly and the same thing like that's the law of attraction manifestation works the same way you know you say you say that you already have something like you don't even act in that lack mentality Mm. like that's very difficult though to do yeah which is why it's a spiritual practice practice Yeah, I think there's something to be taken from that for even the skeptics <laughs> out there. So y'all try to get uh, put good intentions out there into what you do, manifesting things mm-hmm. in the real world like you will do as a skeptic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that was our episode on tarot. Again, yeah. The first episode. I'm sure this topic will come up again due <laughs> to our oracle here that practices tarot on a consistent basis Mm -hmm. and that concludes our tarot episode shout out to our parents sitting at our dining room table listening to this podcast in the future hi (laughs) and thank you everyone else who may have stumbled upon us yeah all right thank you and we'll see you next time on the mystic and the skeptic bye bye